0: Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. How the
4: hell did I get roped into this?
1: Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired.
0: I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty mighty Isis. And here we go.
4: are back in town it has been a while since we had a regular show and this is even this is going to be half regular show half part two of star wars celebration right guys in theory Um, sure we could even talk about that i mean but we're still no spoilers for that new the new disney plus star
3: wars show what is it kenobi hello there I, don't know. I I I didn't know what we were waiting for. So I, I thought someone was going to just jump in with a bit already.
4: It was supposed to be a bit, but he, Mr. What are those. What are we eating? Cheese puffs? What is this? Just Farm crisps. Just cheese. Just straight out cheese, and he won't say the name of the new Disney Plus show. Back to
3: form immediately with Big Kevs. Eat stuff.
4: We really Obi-Wan should just be. The
1: Hello there. You getting the bit here, sandwich?
3: Yeah
4: all right so let's uh let's do a little news so we can get some news uh while we still have uh the intrepid sandwich with us before he has to run out and then we'll talk more celebration to close the second half of the show there has been so much going on and we're gonna um we're gonna work our way through as much of that as possible uh and then we'll just kind of keep keep going until we get caught up um let's talk about the box office for a little bit wait 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 we should do this we should do this. Hold on. Geek
3: stuff. What's in the news?
4: Yeah, we gotta get that. You know, that's it's two things over. Geek stuff.
3: What's in the news?
4: But then I gotta get I gotta get back to this other soundboard just in case somebody says Obi-Wan. Hello there. Right? So I gotta have I gotta have my finger on the button the whole show.
3: Now see the question is, is it only Obi-Wan? Hello there. Or Kenobi. Hello there. I think oh,
4: okay. it's I think it's either. I think any any mention of uh an Obi-Wan. older Jedi. Hello there. Um, all right, so let's talk about the box office for, for a minute. Did anybody see Top Gun? Does anybody? No. I heard great thing. Does anybody on this show, other than me, care about Top Gun?
1: No. no, no.
3: It looks cool. I got no complaints about it. I heard it was good. Yeah. No,
1: what Scott and I chose to see um, the Nicholas Cage movie. Yes, when I was in, in California. What, what is it? The unbearable weight of massive talent, or something like that.
4: Something like Yeah, something. I mean, but and it did. It had Pedro Pascal in it. It did, yeah. And I mean, it was honestly not as good as I thought it was going to be. It was good in some ways. I liked it. it. I enjoyed it, but it was like in some ways not as silly as I thought it was going to be. And in some ways it was sillier than I thought. You know, and like it was just this kind of strange combination. Um, <laughs> but I, I did enjoy it. I mean, I, I, it
1: was a Nicolas Cage movie.
0: <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you, you agreed to do that. But again, what are your, see, Kev's just going to see any anything he can see on a big screen. He's ready to go because he's only got one tiny no, screen on the island.
1: No, that's not what happened either. I love these retellings that you do of these things. You would not see the Downton Abbey movie. I offered to let you go
4: watch the Downton Abbey movie, and I would work on my laptop in the lobby. Yeah,
1: that's no fun. Wow.
4: That's like so dad of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen any of the Downton Abbey show. Why am I going to watch the movie?
3: Oh son you can go watch the
4: phone oh. I have work to
1: do. That's I'll right. I think, my I think I hear a West Coast sandwich shop oh, idea geez. forming. I have to watch Doubt and Abbey. Jesus. That's not in the genre. Sure, it's T V, it's pop culture.
3: Oh, if, oh come on. Is is that
1: that's a stretch.
4: <laughs> sandwich is like, if I have to watch Shogun, goddammit, you have to watch Doubt and Abbey. Shogun, I think, works a little better than Doubt and Abbey, but not the point. Yeah. Um but so yeah, so so anyway, the there's just a lot of good press about how good the new Top Gun movie is. I want to see it, um, but then and and like we speculated, they do have uh, Val Kilmer does make an appearance, and his dialogue is like AI generated, like you know they recreated his voice using the AI. Oh,
3: they did? Yeah, okay. I, I thought that. they were just have his son talk.
4: Yeah, no, I think I think they use they use the AI. I heard
1: that.
3: Yeah, this is this is the same
4: technology that they used for the, the Anthony Bourdain thing. Do you remember the right, kind of controversy? Yeah. So it's the same same thing.
3: Right. I wonder if Val had to sign off on that. Or I mean, if they just kind of. I'm sure he
1: did. No, no. I think if he I think appeared he... in the film. I'm sure he signed off on it. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he, I so. he
4: appears in the film. I don't know to what extent. And yeah. I think that probably, Kev, like you speculated, he's in the film and then dies, right? Probably. I don't think he. You know, so we'll see. I, I I'm interested in seeing it, and the reason the reason is when I first saw Top Gun, I misinterpreted the goose death scene, and so I I held it against Tom Cruise's character. And upon further examination, it wasn't Tom Cruise's fault that his best friend died, and it changed my interpretation of the movie. And I have since kind of given Tom Cruise movies a second chance, and I I enjoy them. They're good popcorn films. So. That's, I mean, that's, that's
3: me. So back to Force Goose. Force just, Goose, right. I just,
1: I just watched one of his best ones last night. Which one's that? Vanilla Sky. I've never seen Vanilla Sky. Oh, unbelievable. No, speaking of yeah, Vanilla
4: Sky, Magnolia. Magnolia is, an, is a Tom Cruise movie, right? Yes. And then, it's a terrible one, but B- yeah. But, uh, Bookman, the library cop, is in that and he died today. You know who I'm talking about, right? Bookman from Seinfeld. You've never seen Seinfeld. Um, You know the producer from Boogie Nights? I want to make a dollar and a nickel in this industry. That guy. Like, not the pedophile producer, but the other producer from Boogie Nights. I can't think of the actor's name. Anyway, he died today. Okay. I don't know who it is. All right. Okay. Well, I don't know. What else can we talk about? Uh, Production casting news. Did you see Lou Ferrigno is going to be playing... A cannibalistic pig farmer in a like
1: starring role. What this was the breaking news. It's not breaking news, it's just news. We were desperate to cover Lou Ferrigno, who hasn't done a a thing other than a cameo in 50 years, is gonna do some movie about a cannibalistic pig farmer. That's why it's breaking news.
4: what could be more genre than the original Incredible Hulk acting for the first nearly time in a, in a starring role?
1: <laughs> nearly, nearly anything.
3: The Black Adam trailer.
4: The Black Adam trailer. Oh, man, there's so
1: many trailers. Yeah, hello. How about the Black Adam toys got shown as well? Oh, did they? Yeah, McFarlane's doing... Um, they showed two. They showed one with sort of the cloak on. Uh, it looked really good. They show one with the cloak off that had really interesting lightning effects. That was also good. I mean, I don't know if I'm getting either. I don't know if I'm going to delve into the Black Adam. Do you? Film. Do you do like, Doctor Fate? Have I in that? there too. So, oh, what, you do that? Hawkman. Hawkman is. I knew Hawk you did one of them. Even Hawkman's a looser wheelhouse than Moon Knight. Even. Yeah. So I don't know.
3: I knew you did someone in this movie, but for some reason I thought you did Doctor Fate.
1: No, it's Hawkman. Yeah, yeah. I loved reading. I read Hawkman uh, as a kid, but just not consistently. And it just seemed to me like every time I was getting settled into Hawkman, they ended it and started a new volume with yeah. a different take on the character or a different guy altogether. Who was Hawk? I don't even remember. What do but- you guys
3: think of the uh, Black Adam trailer? Do you have any thoughts? Anything you liked? Didn't like?
1: I think it's too early yet to see. At least I don't really get what they're doing with him yet. Is he a villain? Is he not a villain? Is he? I don't
3: know. Is he fighting that team with Doctor Fate and them, or is he? No, because
1: they're like chatting him. i I think they're like on his side or something. I don't know. I that's the other thing. It's like it's so it's a bit ambiguous, you know. Yeah. But now the the character of Black Adam. He's
4: not an anti-hero in the comics. He's just a straight-out bad guy, right? Yeah. So, But but now it's The Rock, so they're going to try to,
3: yeah, to justify his
4: him. actions, rationalize his... They're, give him a they're different definitely going to try
3: and make him a pivotal, a pivotal figure in the universe and try to do something with him. Way more than just this movie. I guarantee it. They're going to try to make it where Black Adam will be like the linchpin of the new DCEU. The Black because, Adam Cinemagic Universe. Because... It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It doesn't matter what you think.
4: It doesn't matter what you
0: think.
3: Oh, so what do you think they're gonna do with
0: it? <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think.
4: God, I got too many. I got too many buttons. I need more buttons on this thing. <laughs> See, if you were smart, you would have yelled out "Kenobi" when I went to do that. Hello there.
2: <laughs>
3: so i can get you halfway
4: so you can (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) ah um so so let's let's talk about i mean yeah anything else about the black adam it's a it's a full trailer now not just the teaser anymore yeah it was a full
3: that was a full like two i
1: mean i really i do want to see it because the the height you know they've been hyping it and dwayne johnson's been hyping it for feels like 30 years yeah so I mean, I'm, I really do want to see it. I'm really interested in seeing it, and I want to see what they do with it. Um, and being that, you know, the producers, and this is even years ago when the film was announced, that they announced that it's, while it may take place in the DC, uh, you know, cinematic universe, the DCCU, I guess, or the... DCEU? The, yeah, whatever it what is. What does the E stand for? Is. The Warner Universe. Extended. Entertainment?
4: It's Extended Universe. That's what it is dc extent anyway i'm sorry
1: they 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 said even way back then the producers said well it's like you know there's a far corner away from everything else going on and that's where black adam is you know so they're not looking to directly tie this into anything at least at the moment at least that's what we think you know but if henry cavill shows up at the end of the film oh like you know,
3: how do you not at least tie it to shazam which is tied well, into that's, the rest that's of Well, that's the
1: other thing. It's like this is a this is a Shazam character. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not villain. like he's Happy. like a junk.
3: It's not like he's like also sort of fights so and so or so. He is a Shazam villain. Yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. The, villain. the after credit has to be Zachary Levi, right? It, it's not going to be Henry Cavill.
1: See this, and see this is the problem with that. The problem with that is that it's very clear that there's not a lot of comedy going on in Black Adam. And it's very clear to anyone who's seen the Shazam movie. Has the second one come out?
4: No. No. I think think it's wrapped. I think they're done filming it, but it's not out yet.
1: So the Shazam, the first Shazam movie, which is all we have to go on, was nothing but comedy. You know, there was little else in that movie that wasn't Even the ending with the rest of the the siblings and everything, fucking comedy. So how do you do that? How do you take the serious Black Adam, what looks to me like a serious Black Adam movie, and you're going to throw in, it's literally like it's literally like throwing Deadpool into the Logan movie. Yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> what it would feel like to me.
4: After watching the two-hour sad fest yeah. that is the Logan movie, and then yeah. have Deadpool come and go, hey, I'm funny.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. You know how are they gonna how are they gonna bridge that chasm? I I have no idea. But you're right. He is a he is a Shazam character. Therefore, you know Shazam should in some way be present or involved in this story. Yeah. So uh, I don't know.
4: Oh man, do you want to talk about all the rest of uh, the WB slash DC's problems? I mean, if we want to roll
1: through them as quick hits,
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the, the quick hits is I've seen everything from Amber Heard is completely removed from Aquaman two to it's reduced to ten minutes to so I don't know all, what, what's the latest. All,
1: all the reports that I have heard seem to indicate that she's out and all the way out, all the way out. So they're got, That's what I've. She, keep hearing. she's
3: at a minimum
1: reduced. At, at, at a minimum reduced. Yeah, yeah. She's at a minimum reduced, but everyone it seems to be the the hot rumor. And from reliable sources that she's out altogether. Yeah. So. And then what's... Ezra Mill. Oh, did you have something on that? Same no. Yeah, there's, just... Well, there's a deep fake going around of Amelia Clark projected onto Mira's body in Aquaman, which I was like, yeah. That that would be a way to go. You could do that.
4: What was that movie that they did recently where they replaced an actor completely with Tig Notaro?
1: Um. Oh, was that that awful Dave Bautista movie? It it was a zombie movie. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Was Were Dave Bautista like Vegas. Yeah. Did was, they replace somebody with Natero? Yeah,
4: I feel like they replaced somebody who you know had some run in with the law, and they like literally like kind of green screen shot from the waist up. Like Tignatero's was never; it was completely done after the fact, and they just
1: completely I, I, replaced I this not, character. If that's true, I didn't know that. Chris but, I mean, de Elia Chris in Delia. The Army of Dead. Oh, Chris yeah. D'Elia Yeah, the de Elia. Oh. D'Elia, whatever it is this? It's Chris D'Elia It's Italian. Can't was, you pronounce Italians? And he was, uh and he was ceremoniously, unceremoniously removed from a For movie sexual <laughs> harassment. Yeah. Oh. He's a groomer oh, for sexual harassment. I'm getting confirmation from my ubiquitous clandestine source. Yeah. Who is a Christalia fan. So, yeah. he he's
4: a groomer just like uh, other people that work for the WB, Mr. Ezra Miller. Now that's the latest. Have you seen the latest for him? What now? Ezra Miller now is accused of grooming an underage child for immoral purposes. An underage boy child? I that's I don't know. I think it's a girl.
3: You know what's the best part? I also bet they will going to greenlit uh, the next three Flash movies and make <laughs> no. a whole new uh, Fantastic Beast starring his Flash character verse. exclusively.
4: I mean, the yeah. So the, so the rumor that, and I, don't, I think this is an unsubstantiated rumor, that they want Dylan O'Brien to take over for uh, Ezra Miller yeah. as the Flash.
1: Why? Uh, when they have one named Grant Gustafson that everybody loves, go to anyone. It's it's the TV just versus Grant movie Gusted, actor. Gust, gust of Sin. just just have him speed his way into another universe. Easiest fix ever.
4: Yeah, he sneezes and he vibrates into a new universe, and then yeah. there he is. That's it.
1: Oh, there, he's
3: done. It's, That's it. It's the TV actor movie actor thing. Humbug. It's a I bullshit mean, but,
4: excuse. But I mean, realistically, would you rather have
3: a show with a
4: felon? I mean, a movie with a felon. You know, very increasingly yeah. more unpopular yeah. human maybe. being, or right. a popular a human actor. being who's a TV actor, and oh, we can't put him in our movie universe because he's a TV. Maybe actor. they
1: can green screen Tignataro <laughs> over Ezra Miller. <laughs> no, so you do Tignataro's body and
3: then Grant Augustine's face, and then <laughs> yeah, delete oh, the just, Ezra we, Miller.
1: Basically, basically what we want is uh, we we want what's her name from Weird Science. Oh my god. We wanna feed name? all of those things into the machine, Gustafson's <laughs> face and Tignataro, whatever, and feed all of them in and then get out what's her name? I cannot remember her name. Uh oh
4: I, I, I gotta I gotta make that joke though, is is I vote that, that Tignataro is the new Flash, uh like she was in Army of Dark or what was it? Army of the Dead? I don't dead? remember what the name of the film Army is. of the Dead Army, of the, Army dead. of the Dead Yeah, they gotta just put just replace all of Ezra Miller in in the new Flash Kelly movie with Tignataro.
1: Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock, yeah, I don't know how I forgot One of my
4: that, first but,
3: crushes yeah. ever, because gosh darn, she was pretty look at,
4: Hey, you yeah. know, you can't go wrong with weird science. I got to say that, uh, you know, I saw that movie in the theater, actually at a drive-in theater, and uh, I would agree one with One of that. those. Yeah. RDJ
1: as one of the bad guys. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember the line? I'm going to give you the line. The line of the movie is, is uh, well, one of the lines in the movie is, she says, Kelly LeBrock says, in your mad quest for power and glory, you forgot one small detail. Now, I know it. Do you? I want to see if the Sandwich gets
3: it. Wait, Wyatt, I know oh, the no, line. I, I, know, I, don't, I can't
1: quote the movie. I just like the movie. And Wyatt goes, we, we forgot, forgot to, to
3: hook, hook up, up, the up the doll. doll.
1: <laughs> yeah. that The worst voice ever. Whoever that kid that is. The worst voice ever. Oh. We, forget, we forgot to hook up the doll. Uh, Wait, what's his other line? Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Oh, I know it, I know it. Holy, a missile! A missile in my house, In my house, Lisa! My grandparents are dead! My parents are coming home! They're gonna freak out!
4: They're gonna shit egg rolls. Dude, uh, Bill Paxton is the greatest in that. You stewed, buttwad! Do you know how disrespectful that is? Chet. Chet is the greatest character ever.
1: They someone did a figure of chet
4: <laughs> as the from that movie as the big piece uh, of shit character or as yeah, chet? It, yeah, yeah as when, chet he's, or when
1: he's the, all like when he's all yeah beefed out i cannot remember the name of the company that did that now but somebody did do chet i don't know that he's even he might just be a pvc but i, I i'm sure someone did chet from uh, would i be outlandish
3: cutaway i wouldn't mind if they rebooted booted weird science for a movie no. again. they
4: did a TV show version of it, which was horrible. Yeah, I believe. Was, I know. Horrible. I saw the TV
1: show. Like every, like every, that. Like every I, TV version of any 80s movie, Ferris Bueller was another one, fucking terrible. And and what's sad about the Ferris Bueller TV show failing is that the 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 clone of it was an amazing show.
4: Parker Lewis can't Parker lose. Parker Lewis
1: can't lose.
4: An amazing show.
1: Corin Nemec also um uh oh shoot i can't remember uh, pl- ethan Suplee was ethan Supply in that i don't think ethan
4: no that's true ethan that's true that's, too, that's, no,
1: too that's not oh no 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 that's the guy i'm thinking that that's the, the part that you're thinking kush right isn't his name kush or something or K- kubak kubiak something like larry that? kubiak Yeah, that's the character. That is the character. The actor who played that was Ben, Ben Rob, Ben Robbie, somebody, something Ben Robbie or something. He was on ER for like many of the seasons. He played Jerry, the desk clerk on ER. Ben Robbie, I think, something Ben Robbie, like Abraham Ben Robbie or something like that. It's the actor's name. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a great, great show. That's a great, I'm sure, at least I'm relatively sure. I have a boot of that entire series oh,
4: somewhere. Dude, I, I would archive. borrow that. I could probably find it somewhere, but I love Parker Lewis Can't Lose. It was so good. Uh, and that you're was right. a it,
1: complete and utter clone of it, Ferris Bueller. It was, was everything Ferris Bueller out. was
4: supposed to be. And then, you, you know, and, and exactly. Um, yeah. yeah oh, so also the, the the beefed out Chet, like as the, as the creature, uh, Super 7 yeah. is the one that did that, like a reaction
1: figure. Oh, yes. It was a Reaction figure. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super 7 did it. <laughs>
4: Super 7, man. They got a, a deep cuts, like very, <laughs> very good op- options over there.
1: You know, those Reaction... What's funny about the Reaction toys, not to get off on a tangent, but the Reaction toys are purely and utterly um, a, a nostalgia. Yeah. You know, because they're not really... I mean... It, it's it's the kind of thing like where you can take it and just kind of hang it on the wall or in your office or something. You get that little pinch of nostalgia that you get from them. Mm-hmm. They're useless as toys. I mean, they're they're you know they're they're five poa. They're not even that well done if, if we're being honest. You know, like they're they're kind of all they are is nostalgic eye candy, right? But they're right. brilliant, and they were so brilliant at one point. What watch watch this transition, Scott? This is producing. Watch me. <laughs> they were so interesting at at one point they were optioned by funko Mm. right and so funko put them out for a while and then they were like nah not doing it for us and super seven i think was allowed to do it themselves again and since super seven has done quite a lot of the reaction lines speaking of funko Am I supposed no, to you don't have any news about Funko?
4: I not. The, I don't have it in my list. What? What about Funko? Funko just purchased Mondo. Oh, that's right. Oh, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have it in my text yeah. message.
1: See, that's producing. Yeah. Scott. Sorry. That's what producing. Is. I
4: thought I was supposed to have a, uh, like a stinger for that or something. Funko news.
1: No, good God enough. Um, uh yeah, so Funko has purchased Mondo. I don't know that the details necessarily were released. They also have said nothing with regards to what it means for Mondo. Now Mondo is is a is more of a high end um, company that does is known for very specific products. I think the two things it's best known for are LPs. Which, for you kids out there, is records,
4: long-playing albumins.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> albumins, yeah, and uh, and doing uh, new art for those record sleeves and so on and so forth, and prints. And I would have to say they're probably known more for Prince, not Prince the singer, Prince. P r i n t s Prince, and about ninety-five percent of those Prince, prints, P r i n t s. Are um, are alternative movie posters, or usually something related to film or pop culture. And the thing about the Mondo stuff is that it's really extraordinarily limited. You know, there might be a hundred or two hundred and fifty or some low number like that, and they sell out in seconds online. Seconds. Um, recently, though, in the last oh, I don't know, maybe what, seven, eight years or so? Maybe, maybe a little bit longer. I don't think it's been 10 yet. Um, They've started doing 12-inch action figures. uh, And some of the ones that they did, they did Batman, the animated series. Uh, They did a couple of Batman. They did Catwoman. They did Mr. Freeze. That might be all the ones that they got out. Um, They also have had some statues. There's a Rocketeer statue that they did at one point. Uh, and then, um, uh, some other things, uh, some other things as well. But one of the again, one of the other popular things is the Rick and Morty 12 inch action figures, which are actually really, really good from what I've heard.
4: 12 inch, so, Rick and Morty yeah. don't seem like I mean, 12 inch seems big for a Rick and Morty figure. I don't know because they're so cartoony, the scale, I guess, right? I know, but a 12 inch figure that just seems I, I don't know. I guess I guess what I'm picturing, like the size difference between Rick and Morty. And I mean, I don't know. It just that feels like a weird scale to me. I don't know. Well, I, to, I, I like it them, I
1: because I mean, at least they did them. That's number one. They did them with a lot of accessories and and different heads and things and things that you could swap. So you could um, pose them in different ways and 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 kick them and kit them out differently as opposed to the five inch or whatever they were they weren't six the five inch figure line that came out from i don't even remember who did them now but they they were great right out of the gate because everybody wanted them and then they had like one series and then everything just disappeared i remember the first wave to build a figure was snowball in the (laughs) in the suit, yeah in the suit and so are these are
4: these statues they're pvc statues
1: they're not figures they're figures
3: Yeah, they have a a Rick and Morty statue. They have a statue,
1: yeah, but they have two figure sets, actually. They have one that came out a couple... I I feel like it was maybe a year or two ago that it came out. That one's in the archive. And then they just announced one, like, I don't know, in the last couple of months, a second one where it's... I think it's Mr. Meeseeks and Morty, but um, I think there's some swappable stuff on morty one of the things you can get with morty i think is the big arm (laughs) if you remember the um the uh road warrior episode of rick and morty um and the me seeks i think there's a me seeks in that set or two me seeks and something like that
4: when are they coming Um, back when's rick and morty coming back
1: i don't know i haven't heard i haven't have you heard anything Sandwich with regards to Rick and Morty? I haven't heard anything. No, because
3: I feel like I'm worried that they're doing the thing they did before where it's like, oh, I'll disappear for two years, put out content for a good while. But
1: they have now a contract to do 400 episodes or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, unless that contract doesn't have a specific timeline. Yeah,
3: I mean, it could just be 400 at some point whenever you get around to it.
1: (laughs) 400 eventually. Yeah. Could be, it could be that. I mean, who knows? Never know.
3: Because what? How long was that? They had that real long break, right? I'm not imagining that. I feel like it was like like two and a half years. It was like, yeah, at least two years. I feel like, right, where they were just not, and we would get like a teaser on like April Fool's Day or something like that. Yeah, and then not hear anything for another year.
1: Yep, that happened.
3: Yeah. So hopefully they come back soon. Uh, that'd be nice. Did, did Scott freeze up again? Nope. He's Googling. Unless I'm Googling. driving this ship. I'm Scott. driving the ship.
4: Well, I'm looking at the clock and I see that we're getting close to when young sandwich has to leave. So I want to make sure that we uh, at least get our live read oh. and a couple other things in there. So do you want to take us
1: to maybe an early break so we can get all the stuff that we need to get done before sandwich leaves. And with that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of geek stuff, TNG Episode 680-something. Three. Three? Three. Uh, and I don't think this one... Has, is this Star Wars Part 2? Even though we hadn't said a thing about Star Wars other than Obi-Wan. Let's call it... Other and other we're back. Obi-Wan First day of school.
3: One, First day of school.
1: And we're other back. Other than
3: Obi-Wan.
1: Hello there. Shit. I think I, think I, I owe can an to Can we
3: just have it be hello there?
1: You missed two of them. I, I did.
3: Can it just be hello there?
1: You know, this is the stuff I had to go through when we had the when we had the Firefly bit.
2: Take my love, take my land Take me where I cannot stand I don't care, I'm still free You can't take the sky from me Take me out, to the black Tell them I ain't coming back Burn the land you can't take the sky from me. There's no place I can be since I found serenity. You can't take the sky from me.
4: Oh, I, now I have to go put that in because I thought the bit started over. Shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Right, and
4: now
3: it. we're going to break.
4: And we're break.
1: After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line.
3: 201 Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what?
4: All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat>
1: hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG
0: with your questions and your, hmm, comments. Oh! That's right. We want you to tell us what's, hmm, on your mind. What we are doing that you (laughs) like. So call us on the
3: GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven and you may hear yourself uh on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG
1: <laughs> Wow Wow What?
0: Okay, here we go.
1: I'm James Hatton. And
3: I'm podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more.
4: Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well.
3: Proud members of Hashtag Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network.
4: Okay, here we go. Hey Geek Stuff listeners, it's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast.
1: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family.
4: It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media.
1: At Pi Day Family.
4: And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out.
1: And now,
0: another classic Geek Stuff I.D.
2: Take my love, take my land Take me where I cannot stand I don't care
0: Hey, this is Jewel State from Firefly. Hey, this is Marina Baccarin from Firefly.
3: Hey, this is Joss Whedon, creator of Buffy and Firefly and Serenity and some other stuff.
2: And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you geek. Burn the land and boil the sea Take the sky from me
3: Geek Stuff TNG Live from the Sandwich Shop Party Productions In sunny Southern California And Big Hefuna Studios It's Geek Stuff TNG During our commercial break You are in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The lasers cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get what eighteen scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hello there. And with that, Mr. Sandwich
1: has left the building. The sandwich has left the building.
4: So we can uh, get back to Star Wars celebration part two with this geek stuff Stuff. convention news oh yes so we didn't really get into all the details of the con so start with day one obi-wan kenobi
1: hello there
4: thought you were gonna get me didn't you you thought you had me
1: uh no um i mean day one is is the biggest day because it has the Lucasfilm panel. That is the big panel. Now, you did not make it to that
0: one.
4: Yeah, I mean, I had to work during the week. and yeah. But, I mean, as, as it turns out, I should have gone with you because you were able to get into the Lucasfilm panel, which is a big deal. Oh, you Correct. know, and, and I should say, for some extra details about Star Wars night and some other things that that happened on this trip, be sure that you're a Patreon. Um, I don't even think we did that. We didn't do the Patreons at the top of the show this time. Um, So if you're following and... If you're a Patreon of this show, for just a dollar a month, you get access to the Discord server where you can chat with members of the show. For $3 a month, it's the early bird special, so you get these episodes as soon as we're done editing them. Um, For $5 a month, it is the bonus round where you get the sandwich shop and you get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff uh, twice a month. And then for $10 a month, you get to watch us do all this on the Instagram Lives, but... There's also going to be some bonus content now that we're back and we are putting together all the material that came from uh, Kev's trip to California and Star Wars Celebration. There's going to be some just a lot of bonus content over on the Patreons. And it's for everybody. It's not going to fall into the bonus category show. We just want to say thank you to our Patreons with some extra material, the first of which is the discussion of Star Wars Night, a special extra ticketed event at Disneyland that we did not have tickets for but attended. And I will say that
1: tune in to find out how we did that.
4: Yep. And I will say the same thing that had I known that Kev is magic, maybe I would have taken Thursday off and gotten into the Lucasfilm panel with you because you you pulled that off too. So anyway, tell us about the Lucasfilm panel and all of the fun stuff that happened there.
1: Yeah, it's basically a broad scope look at everything that Lucas is currently working on. So of course, the first thing they talk about is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. And uh, they talk about the series, and it, it is a it is dropping that evening. The first two episodes the first two. are dropping on that evening. Now, did I we think. know it was going to be two episodes at that time? Yes, they okay, announced so they, that. we knew it was two. And they, uh, of course, uh, one of the, the special things that happened was everybody who was at that panel, um, you had to have a wristband to get in that panel, a very special wristband. And the people who had that wristband were invited back that evening to what was literally the premiere of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Um, and watched the first two episodes with the cast and crew. Like, and they were there and they like and they walked right in front of, of us and, and everything else was really and they actually had a red carpet where if you look up red carpet for obi-wan kenobi hello there you'll see that it was at the convention that's where they set it up and all the dignitaries were walking in that way and so on and so forth including uh ewan mcgregor uh his wife mary elizabeth winstead um rupert friend uh, everybody it was a M- whole mary elizabeth winstead
4: of is she's scott pilgrim's girlfriend right
1: ramona flowers yeah i'm just, I'm just making sure Pilgrim, that's that's
4: her right yeah she
1: was also, well, I think, she was Huntress. I think in the Birds of Prey movie. Okay, yeah, that Drek, um, uh, and I think I'm not sure if that's where they met. She and Ewan McGregor,
4: right? Because he was or, Black Mask, right?
1: He was Black Mask, but I think, I think they they may have met. Or 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 at least worked t- together again at another point. I'm pretty sure she did his season of Fargo, Fargo, for which he won an Emmy. So I'm um, she might have been. Uh, I think she was in that also, but I don't remember. Not not to get off
4: of Star Star Wars for a moment, but have have you seen Fargo? I, mean, I have not. Did, no, they are. I think there's four seasons, right? The fourth season was Chris Rock. Third season was. Uh, Ewan McGregor. First season was Billy Bob Thornton and uh, and Martin Freeman. And I don't second. I don't remember who was in the second season, but fantastic show I just top notch drama. I've heard that. Really I just haven't
1: show. sat down and watched through. It yet. Yeah, it's
4: so. definitely worth a watch. Anyway, so back to the Kenobi. Hello there. So, yeah,
1: so that was that happened later in the evening. So I'm getting ahead of myself. So we're at the Lucas panel. Um, so they obviously they talk about Obi Wan. Hello there. Getting later yeah, and later. You, you missed me. You have edit the crap out of this show. Uh, and and they bring out all the you know that they bring out Moses Ingram, they bring out Rupert Friend, I think if I remember correctly, um, and Hugh and McGregor and uh, a few other peeps, you know. But basically, it's there's a little bit of time dedicated to everything. So then you have, um. Then you have, uh, I think, I can't remember if it was. I think John Favreau, I think Favreau and Filoni came out, and they talked about Mandalorian. They talked about Ahsoka, but they did they didn't real they didn't show anything from Ahsoka. I don't think that was the occasion where they showed anything from Ahsoka. Yeah, they were saving they that, that for a- the
4: Mando panel, right?
1: Yeah, they showed a video. They showed a video greeting from Rosario Dawson, who was 40 minutes away, apparently, filming Ahsoka that day, so she couldn't be there. Um, And then um, Andor, they had a bunch of people from Andor, including um, the dude playing Andor. I forget his name. I'm about to say Pedro Pascal, but that's not it. Racist. Uh, Um, Diaz? Luna. Luna. Right. Diego Diego, Luna.
4: Diego Luna. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, So and he was there and the director, I think, or producer or somebody from that show came out and said, we have 12 episodes of Andor and then we're about to go back and shoot 12 more. So apparently we're getting at least 24 episodes of Andor. There's also no runtime, though. So we don't know if it's actually if they're half hour episodes or they're hour long episodes, which is like that would be the longest amount of Star Wars content. That'd be 24 hours of Star Wars content. Um, so if they're doing it that way, that's great. They showed a trailer for that. They I mean, that's a lot of faith the Mando- in the show.
4: I mean, that, there's a lot of yeah. faith in, I mean. Yeah.
1: I think Pedro Pascal came out for Mandalorian. I think they that was the first time I think they showed the Mando three, uh, the Mando season four trailer. Four uh, trailer, I think, or three or whatever it is. Um, they did that. And then um, then they came out and they talked about um, John. They talked about John Williams um, because John Williams, who is 93. I think it was his birthday. Oh, wow. And I think I think he turned 93 and he had they were talking about how he had collaborated to make a theme for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. And they said, well, what better way to introduce it than from the maestro himself? And like, um, I can't remember if something like, did a curtain move or something? I forget. I honestly forget. If something moved out of the way and there was an orchestra there. Oh, wow. And I mean, they've done this before. At the last celebration, they kind of did the same thing. I don't think it was his birthday, though. It was just a surprise. And we got to watch... John Williams conduct the orchestra to play the Obi-Wan... Hello there. Uh, theme music. You know, the character theme music for for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Do and, I do, do, I do uh, it twice? Is there one for Obi-Wan and hello one for Kenobi? <laughs> no, it's just one. Okay. Um, It's Obi-Wan. Hello there. <laughs> so uh, they... Uh, so he did that. And then, um, they said a few more things. I don't know. Maybe they didn't say any, Oh, they did. I think he said something. Maybe John Williams said something. I don't remember exactly, but, and then he played like the Imperial March. I'm pretty sure it was the Imperial March. And then he said, uh, he turned right. He said, thank you so much. I mean, so much to be here. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I hope you'll indulge me. Um, I, Uh, We have another piece ready for you. It's not Star Wars, but I think you'll appreciate it. And they start playing the Raiders. They start playing the Indiana Jones theme music. And right as that's tail ending, Harrison Ford walks out on the stage. No
4: shit. You didn't tell me that. I didn't even know that.
1: Harrison Ford walks out on the stage and he um, Harrison gives us. And of course, the whole place explodes. As if it's not exploding enough already, Harrison Ford shows up and it really explodes. And he comes out and he talks about how, you know, that music has followed him, you know, and he hears it, you know, like he said he heard it during his last colonoscopy, or something like that. Anyway, he made a joke; it was funny. He talked about, you know, how great it is, and John Williams is a genius, and all. It was a really nice moment. He was wishing him a happy birthday, effectively, and then. Kathleen Kennedy said so um, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about that Indiana Jones movie (laughs) you know and he goes oh yeah or something like that and uh, they didn't release a title which everybody was shocked about that they didn't have a title they didn't have a trailer and I think it's coming out next spring I think is what he said they had to goad him into that at the end too when's it coming out you know, I'm pretty sure they said it was a year, a year away. So, did you get hurt um, on this one catastrophically like the
4: last several movies you've been on? He did. He did. He right. Did, actually, yeah, yeah. No, he broke his he leg did. on uh, on uh, the 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 sequel Force trilogy. Awakens. Force Awakens. And then what? He did. He got really hurt on this one. What? He got. Did he break yeah, his I, ankle?
1: I feel like it was something with ribs on this one, but I don't remember because I mean they got to be made out of what plywood at this point right balsa yeah, par- particle balsa board, bones yeah. old balsa bones harrison <laughs> ford uh was in was was in form there so um they didn't really say anything else Much. they didn't say much else about it that he's very happy with it and it, it's a fitting you, you know next chapter or whatever he didn't say la- i don't believe he said last but let's be honest <laughs> I mean, come um, on. I mean, he was kind of sort of just sort of ambling on the stage as it was. So, you know, and uh, I, I honestly don't know. I, I'm I'm in the I don't know school of is Harrison Ford just getting old and becoming like a doddering old man? Or is he just doing that because that's what everybody thinks he's like? <laughs> so he just plays into it. And so people know? will leave Have him you alone. Any recent interview with him. You see both sides of that argument, which I think is really hysterically funny. Um, And that's pretty much, I think that's it. I don't think I missed any. Oh, yes, I did. They showed the first full trailer for Willow. Yeah. The Willow TV series, which is a sequel to the 19 uh, movie, uh, Ron Howard. Oh, Ron Howard also turned up because I guess to help promote Willow, I suppose. And his daughter is deeply involved in Star Wars, as we know. Yeah, I um, mean, uh, she's uh, knocking it out of the park too. I mean, apparently, yeah, apparently they they're really digging on on Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard. So, uh, but he came out, I think, to talk. I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, first of all, when he did come out everybody started chanting solo two or something <laughs> like that. Like there was a lot of solo and he thanked everybody for being supportive of solo and everything. Oh, all the stuff you imagine. And then, yeah. So they showed the willow Two trailer. Um, and uh, Warwick Davis was there. Joanne Wally was there. Um, Formerly Joanne Wally Kilmer. Okay. Got it. Uh, but she's the one that played Sorsha in the original film. I didn't see any indication that is, is that, that where Mad they met? martigan. Is what's that,
4: that? Is that where they met? Right. Cause Val Kilmer was in Willow. Right. So did they meet on the set? of I, that?
1: I think they did, but I would have to look to see because I feel like she was billed as Joanne Wally Kilmer for that movie, but I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that. Um, It may be that they met and got married after, and then she was Joanne Wally Kilmer. But other than that movie, I can't think of a single movie that she's been in. So um, I'm not saying, I know she works, but uh, I just can't think of anything at the moment. There was no indication that Mad Mardigan, who is Val's character, will appear or anything else. I mean, one assumes he has to be mentioned at the very least to talk about what happened. What has happened to his character and so on and so forth no mention um, then th- they had a few of the other actors come out there's three girls I don't know if they're are they witches or princesses I don't know what they are but one of them is um, Erin Kellyman who was um, uh, what's her name in Solo she was the red curly haired girl with the freckles who was leading those in- nests.
4: Infines- I mean, isn't and
1: nice? yeah, Enfist Nest, very good. Yeah, Enfist Nest. Um, and she was also in um Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right, yes, yes. She was, she was one of the super soldiers in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It, so,
4: incidentally, Willow came out in nineteen eighty eight and she was married that's to That's what I said. And she was married to val kilmer in I'm sorry. No, Willow was eighty seven and she was married in nineteen eighty eight.
1: So yeah, eighty seven, that's what I said. Yeah, exactly. So Uh, Yeah, so and and so they the the three of them came out and they talked about, you know, la 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 and they showed the trailer. I think that's everything. I think that was everything at the Lucasfilm panel. And then, of course, there was the mad dash because there was an Andor poster. That they were giving out on the other end of the convention. So uh, people had to scramble over there to get that. Uh, Let's see what else. I think that was it at the Lucas panel. Um, and, I mean, but you know, that's were...
4: just the first thing of the day, right? That was like nine in the morning. Yeah, that was
1: it. And then you know, like for me, it was about getting my autographs, my signed toys that I love. Um, so I went to work on that. Uh, went about the floor looking for stuff. Uh, you know, just the usual. I am um, I met up not then, but at one point I met up with the Akbar. Uh, Akbar Focus Collectors Group, Akbar Collectors Group from uh, Facebook. Um, uh, Mark Schnack and Matt and all those guys. I met up with those guys eventually. Um, they had some great stuff for me, which was really, really amazing because um, I'm an Akbar collector. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just uh, I didn't buy a whole bunch. I know everyone's shocked. Wait, wait. Um, I did. The first day, spend- you didn't
4: buy a whole bunch?
1: Are you saying you didn't buy a whole bunch at the convention? I didn't buy a whole bunch at the convention. It was Disney.
4: Uh, Yeah, that's this is true. This is true.
1: But I did not buy a lot at the convention. I bought. I did buy a couple of things at the convention, but they weren't Star Wars. My three big purchases, or or my one purchase, my one big purchase at the convention was three items having nothing to do with Star Wars. This is true. You remember that? Yeah, that was a couple of days later. I bought. I bought a so uh, a Dungeons & Dragons red box. Red and blue box. Red and blue box, yeah. From like circa, that's probably 84, 85 in Japan. They're in Japanese. It's the Japanese versions of these. Circa 84, 85, uh, somewhere in there. Um, and they were beautiful. So I got the two of those. And then rounding out that purchase, I got the robot. From I got a diecast version of the robot from Star Blazers. So and, and
4: you made a good friend with that guy that you're gonna have to follow up with too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's great. Yeah, Uh yeah. We will follow up with him because that that guy and I have very similar tastes. So, so let me as far ask you as this: collecting goes
4: while we're talking about your con. And I think Disney- it was
1: I think it was called Billy's Galaxy or something like that. Yeah, yeah really nice guy. Really knows his stuff. But he also. You know, while knowing his stuff, he was saying stuff to me, I think, to see if I knew my stuff. And when I did, he goes, OK, OK, you know <laughs> your stuff, you know, so that was good. Um, I like being I like being a little challenged. Game knows game. A while.
4: What's that? Game knows game. You got the game. He's yeah. got the game. Yeah,
1: I, I like it once in a while because it, it, it then it makes the dealing more square when, you know, when I can say to somebody, hey, look. You know, I know what I'm talking about. And then some of them, you know, and this this has a lot to do with, I have to say, with pre-production guys and and um, prototype guys, which, by the way, first celebration, I did not buy. A prototype <laughs> or a pre-production sample, the first celebration I've ever been to where I have not done that. Um, what else? So let's get back to the more big stuff. Mandalorian panel. Well, wait, um, wait, wait.
4: I have a quick question just because we talked about know. merch there for, for a yeah. minute. Do yeah. you think you spent more in sheer dollar amount at Celebration or at Disneyland? Disney. Okay. That, that's what I want to say. And then uh, just uh, let me talk about the, the floor and the and the merch just real quick. Um, and
1: because, you know, I have to say this. It's because, like, the lightsaber is really expensive.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. you. I think if you big- added <laughs> up
1: everything I got on, like, day one of the con – I don't think it added up to the lightsaber. Yeah. So if we're just taking it, you know, like that, I, I definitely think it was more Disney and, you know, and the droid and the extra droid bits, you know, so that ended up being a little bit of money. And then I got that bucket and the flan and food and, and all of that, which to me, all right, granted, you know, I'm, I'm only taking the food part of the way home. Yeah. You know, you know, un, until it until I can't anymore, and and uh, y- y- you know, so I, I I do count that stuff in there because I don't eat at the con, although this one I did, yeah, once or twice I think. Um, but uh, I th- I think the point is 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 that I've I've gotten to a point now where there's only really very specific stuff that I'm looking to get. I got a, um, I got a couple of prints. One of them is Akbar related. It was like Mon Calamari bottled water or something, something. And the other one was actually a Simpsons print of, um, Mr. Sparkle. Why am I Mr. Sparkle? So I, I actually, Mr. Sparkle is one of my favorite episodes. And so when Mr. Sparkle stuff comes up, you know, very (laughs) rare, but it was, when I saw it, I was like, yep, there it is. So just wrap it up a quick,
4: quick Simpsons aside. Uh, Britney was sick the other day. I was watching the kids and I went to put on Disney Plus and Xander wanted to watch the 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 news the shorts. You know, the Simpsons shorts that they yeah. played. And then when once those, those had played through, he's like, more and more and more, so I put on like Simpsons season one and just kind of let it play while I was doing some other stuff. And I'm just like it's like those have been 30-something years ago, and I'm like, yep, I remember those quotes. I remember those lines, uh, and yeah. it's just so funny that, that first 40, season. 40 years ago. 40 years ago, just about. That's um, enough. not
1: enough, 35, something like that.
4: Yeah, but so, so what I was surprised about the floor at Celebration is that it was not as big as I was expecting it to be. You know, it just didn't take up as much of the yeah, convention center as I thought it would. Yeah, but here's the thing about
1: that. You want that. You you want that because those those guys are now I, I'm contradicting myself here, but those guys are, re, are are really focused Star Wars merchandise people. Yes, they have other things. Clearly, as I mentioned, my big per- purchase at the con had nothing to do with Star Wars, but. I mean, I like the fact that they weren't jam-packed with dealers. I like the fact that there was room enough to go around and see. Th- and they had other things. You know what I mean? Yeah, they the- had, like, giant ships to have pictures with. They had costumes. They had all the 501st people and Rebel Legion people had little booths. Droid and, builders. You know, and Yeah. Yeah, all that. And, and droid builders. They had a little race area where kids were racing those dangerous uh, speeders. Those Luke. Luke Skywalker Sandspeeder, cars around I mean there was a whole bunch of, of different uh, uh, different things it's not just simply you know oh there's a room full of dealers there was a shit ton of other stuff going on it's one of those things that separates celebration from other shows yeah
4: I would say that and and, and it's funny you mentioned that there's other stuff one of the artists that had a bunch of Star Wars stuff on display and then like just kind of on his table he had little I think five by seven sketches of the firefly crew that you pointed out to me they were full out
1: paintings yeah no they they
4: were were great they were great but i'm just like well i gotta get these and it was just like it's just funny i go to celebration and i buy firefly material you know and then the only other kind of
1: great it's kind of great in a way because you know at a regular more broad convention let's say like new york comic con or c2e2 or or emerald city con or whatever that other big one is that's in anaheim Megacon, con or whatever WonderCon. it is wonder it's it's in a way it's better than those because or to get those kind of one-off things because those DD sets and and that robot like uh uh they if it was a more wide con you have a lot of anime people in there you're gonna have a lot of DD people in there because DD apparently now is the most popular thing in the world You're going to have people in there, more of whom are going to be interested in those items and less likely that I will end up with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of works. It kind of works out in that way. Plus, you're not going to get a better. Although there was things I was looking for that I didn't find, you're not going to get a better selection of Star Wars stuff by and large.
4: Yeah, and here's That's what I found. Holy
1: Star Wars stuff!
4: As, as your financial advisor, my big mistake was I knew the things that are in your wheelhouse, and I kept going, "Hey Kev, look at this! Hey Kev, look at this!" And then I'm like, "What am I doing? I should be hiding these things behind other items so that you won't find them to save you I'm from yourself." To think,
1: did you? Is there a thing that you pointed out that I bought?
4: No, but I thought you were going to buy that original hammerhead that was like a grand. It was like a carded original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought, I I thought, I think you were leading towards that one.
1: It's on my, it's, it's definitely on my list. Uh, because Ithorians, which is the race, um, is another, uh, sort of a loose wheelhouse. So Hammerhead and the Ithorians is a loose wheelhouse. Um, I did buy Admiral Akbar socks. (laughs) Yes. Two pair. And I bought a Cantina, uh, member uh figure and Dan set of socks as well i mean if we're talking that's the wheelhouse kind of stuff that i was buying yeah um you go to the booths to see the stuff that's coming out we went to the hasbro booth god help us after the hasbro panel which of course the hasbro panel was the typical sort of hasbro panel just the same as the ones we see on the big screen where they reveal a handful of stuff and not much else which is a shame all repaints um, What's that? All repaints. Pretty
4: much. And, and yeah. did, didn't we see Johnny cab, but you didn't introduce me.
1: We saw him in passing one time. Um, and, uh, and I was a little upset if you'll recall, because, uh, Oh, you're out of my shot, Scott. Oh, sorry. It, you can't be relaxed. I can't, leave, Scott, I can't relax. I got to be
4: like on it. I thought you were going to yell out Kenobi. Hello there.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Here's the, I was upset with regards to that because I thought after the Rancor, see, after the Rancor failure, uh, the, the HasLab Rancor failure, that individual did not turn up on any of the videos, like the next three or so videos. He did not turn up on those videos, and I thought he had been removed. And I have uh, com all the star wars news, news you need in one file there you go i forget um uh phantatracks.com phantatracks.com phanta f a n t h a tracks.com uh, i found out from the phanta boys that uh, that he was not only still with the company but was still running star wars and i was just beside myself that i just couldn't believe like what has to happen for them to realize that they need to go in a different direction. Um, you know, the Star Wars panel was real. The Hasbro Star Wars panel was, was really interesting in a lot of ways because I really thought there would be an opportunity there where they, they might hear maybe from the crowd that they're, that the crowd is not terribly pleased with the stuff that's, that's happening. And, um, there were They did have a Q&A session where people were running up there to get in line and so on and so forth. And you had a little kid who went up there and said, hey, now I think I'm right about this. I'm just remembering just to be sure. Um, I can't remember if he said this about Bad Batch. I think he said this about the Cantina Band, I think. they Several months ago now, they put on pre-order a three and three quarter, the vintage collection Figurin' Dan, with three horns in there, clue horn, two other horns, but that was it. So they did not. Now, why is that odd? Well, it isn't really because eventually they're going to put out a cantina band member in a modern vintage collection style with all the articulation. Of course, they're going to put extra horns in because that means you're going to buy a bunch now to try to fill out the band. However, the confusion came when a couple of months after that, they put out Figrin Dan in the Black Series, 6-inch, also with horns. But then they put out a special, um, I think they called it Nalan Cheel, although I don't know that that's specifically the character that does this. But they put that one out with the seated instrument and a, and a couple of other instruments, meaning you needed to buy more Figuring dance and one of these, pardon me, one of these special ones to fill out the band. So a kid got up there and said, where's the three and three quarter Nalan chiel? Where's the three and three quarter sit down version instrument and so on and so forth, which I thought was cool because the kid was like 11. You know, and I don't know if he was coached or what, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yes, guy... off,
4: off stage to the right with Big Kev
1: handing him a $20 bill. Yeah, yeah. No, my, no, my wording would have been different. Uh, <laughs> and my question would have been way different. Uh, another guy got up there. He's a three and three quarter guy. Maybe he leads some kind of three and three quarter collecting group. And his last comment that he made was, listen, please do another vintage collection has lab. We're all behind you on that. You know, Seen off to the, the side, getting twenty
4: dollars from uh, Johnny Cab.
1: Yeah, maybe, but, uh, but who knows? And of course, they didn't. What they did was the Has Lab is uh, Moses Ingram's Riva character from Kenobi. Hello there. Um, her it's her lights. It's her uh, Inquisitor saber. Oh, that's like the double,
4: like with the ring. Is that yeah, yeah it was the saber? circle
1: in the middle there, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Uh, Yeah, that is your new has lab. There are no stretch goals. There are no additional things. They just put it out there at whatever it is. I feel like it's three, 400 bucks, four, 500 bucks, 400 bucks, Jeez. maybe 400 bucks. The last time I looked, I think that backer number was you could probably look this up, Scott, while I'm while I'm chattering here. Um, I think the number to get this done is 5,000 or 5,500, maybe it's 5,000. The last time I looked and which was not too long ago, it was only at just over a thousand. And I think it still has, I think it's sometime in July it ends. Um, but you can go over to Hasbro pulse, like West coast Scott is right now to get me this information. um, that was the hazlab that they announced and everybody was, you know, there was a great swell of who gives a shit um, in the audience. That's literally what's been whispering. They're like, Oh my God. And for fuck's sake. And Oh God, you know, it's, again, because Hasbro just doesn't get it. You know, yeah. whoever's running that line, they just don't get it. You can buy these sabers in the parks. You can buy these FX sabers at hasbro.com or Hasbro pulse or whatever just put it out if people are going to buy it you don't have to special make it at four hundred dollars four hundred dollars what the retail would be anyway you know for a double blade when the single bladed models are going for 200 and change of course it's going to be 400 if there's two blades we get it we're not stupid target definitely target
4: five thousand. Yeah. Right. Sticker price, 499 dollars Oh, $500, I stand corrected. How many backers do you think? Out of 5,000? 1,200. Less than that, 1,037. So they are yeah, and just barely 20% in, but they have 27 days to go.
1: Yeah, so it's less than a month, and they have one-fifth of the backers that they need. So this is screaming towards another HasLab failure for Star Wars because hasbro refuses to listen to fans so uh there we go so we're gonna see another giant failure coming that way well done hasbro um okay so that was another panel i went to did we talk about the mando panel not yet mando mando panel pedro pascal um so i did
4: get to go uh, to that one
1: that one was saturday morning yeah and Uh, pedro pascal apollo creed who is not signing toys inexplicably. I just don't get it. Um, that's Carl Weathers, by the way. Uh, and, and a few other people. Um, Action Katie Jackson. Sackoff. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Right. Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? That's the movie, That's the line from that movie. He was also, what was his name in Happy Gilmore? I don't know. Oh, it was. Um, oh, shit. What was his name in Happy? Was it Chips? Chips. No. Chips. Was yeah, that what it was? I think it was chips. yeah. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, and, and what was his name in Predator? Oh, God, I don't remember. Dylan! <laughs> you son of
4: a bitch. I mean, that's where you son what? of a bitch I'm in comes from, right?
1: What's the matter, Dylan? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> no, oh. you son of a bitch I'm in is like, is a derivation of any oceans movie. You know, that's where that comes. That doesn't come from Predator. All right. Um, let's see what oh, oh, and so they had, you know, the the stars uh uh then they showed an extended version.
4: Well hold on, just the- just a second at the Mando panel, like right. Yeah. I just want to say before they showed the thing. So you had you also had Favreau and filoni right? Who came out and talked for a yeah. little bit and then yeah then you know Pedro comes out um like you said at all yeah, and, and all the way down to Rosario Dawson and uh, the woman who's well, going to no. be playing Sabine see, and now Chopper. Now see what you've
1: done? Now see what? what you've done? This is what you've done. You've jumped ahead, and now you've ruined the way that I'm telling the story. Oh,
4: do, you, do you want me to back it up? What I,
1: what I was about to say was that they mentioned... Now, they started talking about Ahsoka because that is Filoni's series. That is Dave Filoni's series. He's directing it. So that's his series. And so... Uh, what they said was Rosario was down the street working on Friday, but she wasn't working that day. So out she came thunderous applause. And then right after her, they talked to her for a few minutes about Ahsoka, blah, 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 blah. And then right after her, they announced the young woman who is playing Sabine. And the place went through the roof. Now I can't remember. No, that's not what happened. They showed the trailer for it. not a trailer. They showed footage.
4: Yeah, just it was kind of raw footage because they've only been filming for like a week, right? But no, uh, no, it's
1: no, 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 it's longer than a week, sir. They just happen to still be filming, okay? But it was like a minute and a half worth of footage, and it was basically a bunch of jump cut shots. Um, but what you did see in it, I think we mentioned this, was like you saw the back of Hera, you saw a young boy's hand that clearly has force powers. And you saw the back of Sabine's head at the painting of the ghost crew from the cartoon, but now realized in real life. You saw the interior of the ghost. You saw Chopper. Oh, they brought Chopper out on stage during this as well. Real Chopper uh, from the show, because I guess Chopper's in the show. I guess they're animating the little arms that come out of his head because he didn't have those. Um. And then they brought out the young woman whose name I don't remember who's playing Sabine in it. And what you gained from seeing that Ahsoka footage and the people that they introduced and what they talked about is Ahsoka is effectively thematically the series to the sequel to rebels. So if you haven't watched rebels, you need to go watch rebels because um, Ahsoka will, will make more sense if you do apparently. Um, so that was, I think that was the entire. That was the end of the Mando panel. I think.
4: Yeah. So I would. The only other couple of things I wanted to comment on on that panel. Right. Again, I did enjoy the the footage from Mandalorian, the the trailer for that, and and yeah. all the footage from there. But uh, you know, when Tamura Morrison came out, right? He did a little. Oh yeah. He did a, right. a yeah. kind of a dance out in front of everybody, and what I enjoy about that's the, a Maori thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And what I enjoy about panels like this at conventions is just, it's a total love fest, right? Everybody there loves all of the people on the stage and then all the people on the stage just feed off of that off of that love and you just get such a good genuine experience right everybody's just happy to be there excited they love doing stuff for the fans the fans love the stuff that they're doing i mean it's just it's just very positive experience and so yeah so tomorrow morrison does his uh, does the dance and has fun with that everybody's having a good time carl weathers is just like hey this is great i really love being here yeah and and of
1: course and of course when he comes out there's still people who are yelling apollo (laughs) when he comes out which is the best ever i mean it's not as it's not as good as when he first came out at the last celebration before Mando, uh, before Mando premiered, when he came out, you can look this up too. it's celebration Mando Mandalorian panel celebration, like 2018. I think it was, um, you can look up and you can get to the point where Carl Weathers is introduced. Then he comes out and there is literally a chant, myself included, chanting, Oh, Apollo. And then he got on stage. And when it settled down a little bit, he went, I want you. I want you. I want you. Pointing out to the audience, it was amazing. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. And it was no less amazing this time. You know, they're still chanting Apollo, even though he's a Star Wars character and has done other things. No one's chanting Dylan, you know. Uh <laughs> Uh, but the point is, is that, you know, it was nice to see them all. They're all there. It's very nice. And yeah, like, like West Coast Scott said, it's, uh, it is, it is kind of a love fest. You do kind of forget the fact that Book of Boba Fett was terrible. You do kind of forget that little factoid. You do kind of forget, or not forget, because I think it's, it was too early still to decide, but you do kind of maybe give, pause to your mind with regards to judging kenobi hello there you do give that pause because now if you're one of the lucky people like myself who got to see the first two episodes of kenobi with the hello camp, there it was an amazing amazing experience but also it's time to take a harder look at that show and go okay well what do we like what didn't we like and so on so yeah right but you're right it is a love fest it is a it is a convention it is for all the love of star wars and so on and so forth so that was great and i want to yeah, give there's, credit there's also not a lot of hate you know because hate no. leads oh, anyway yeah not too early so um i want to give real great credit to a couple of people over at Reed uh read pop read exhibitions the guys who run the show i want to give a shout out shout out uh, to my man, Gabe, my man, Ryan, and my man, Travis, who was apparently the head of this show and, you know, got got the gig late and really, really made a go of it. So bravo, bravo, all you guys and all the rest of the unsung heroes of uh, Reed who really, I mean, they really bend over backwards to try to make this and every show that they do a really great one for fans, you know, and there's, you know, there's always somebody who's going to complain about something. They're always somebody who's going to do something they ought not to do and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, I think the fans walk away from celebration uh, 2022 Anaheim. I think they walk away having had a good time.
4: Yeah, it, it was a good experience for, yeah. for sure. And uh, I guess
1: the only other thing, The only other thing to really mention, I think that we, I don't know that you, you weren't, you didn't go to the room sales with me, right? You weren't
4: there. No, I didn't. I didn't go to the room sales. The one, my one, my one problem with the convention was the, the celebration store, right? Just if you wanted to buy like a celebration t-shirt, you had to, you had to get a reservation for that and you couldn't get them. So it's like, I mean, I don't necessarily need the super exclusive items, but I'd like a t-shirt. I'd like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to yeah. make every single thing with celebration on it exclusive and you have to get a reservation to buy it. I was a little disappointed in that aspect of the celebration store, you know, the
1: concept. Yeah, I think I think a lot of I, I think a lot of criticism is being laid at uh the way this store was handled, both in what the aspect that you're saying and even the presentation. There are a lot of people online who said that it looked like a rummage sale. You know, there were just kind of open boxes thrown on the ground with T-shirts in it. And you're kind of digging through the box trying to find yours. And, you know, other things were handled poorly. So they were broken. There was a there was a neon, uh, not actual neon, but, you know, like new neon sign for Dex's uh diner from episode two. This, by the way, is the. 20th anniversary of episode two was happening so there was a lot of episode two sort of celebratory stuff and one of the things they had there was yeah they had a neon sign from dex's diner a little one that you could get apparently a lot of them ended up being broken at least that's what's being said um i got one mine works so i'm all right um and uh you know there was there was uh, other other things like that but i have to say by and large I mean, if the worst thing in the world is that they could have tightened up the store a little bit better, I have to say, given everything that's gone on in the world, given the difficulties of putting that show together in what I understand is a shorter period of time than normal, I think I think Reed did a bang up job. So I, I, I give props to them. Uh, we'll look forward to our next Reed event. Uh, for this program is New York Comic Con. I think theirs is maybe C2E2, maybe? I forget. I forget. And then are are we making
4: the announcement of uh, Celebration 2023?
1: Yeah, so at the end of the show on Sunday, sort of the closeout, the closing ceremonies, if you will, uh, they bring out Rupert Friend um, and announce that next year's Celebration 2023 will actually be in London, And it will be the beginning of April. I think it's the first week in April. I feel like
4: it's like Easter weekend in April. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's Easter weekend and it's less than a year away, which which also kind of caught a lot of people like, whoa. (laughs) You know, like, damn, we're trying to make up ground here, aren't we, from all that COVID nonsense? But, and
4: so with that, we're announcing the Geek Stuff TNG Begathon for
1: 2022. (laughs) That's right. Send the show to London. um yeah so be sure to use that patreon button (laughs) or paypal donate button whatever it is on there um yeah and so uh yeah i mean we're hoping to get there obviously one or more of us are, are hoping to get there so we'll we'll talk about that as we move along um and you know with with your grand and glorious help obviously we will uh we will make our way there so hopefully so any any closing thoughts before I do the uh west Coast cup well, I, I mean I think I I think I covered everything fairly well I mean I might have missed it th- oh yes there is something huge that I missed the mandalorian experience yeah that was a lot
4: of fun it was a lot of props yeah. and and yeah. you know full-size so, props and, and makeup samples yeah and-
1: yeah favreau and Filoni um for celebration and they announced this I'm pretty sure they announced this at the mando I don't know if it was the Mando panel or is the Lucas. I think it's the Lucasfilm panel. Um, they they had a section of the downstairs area of the um, convention center, and they brought in truckloads of props and costumes and and settings and droids and weapons and things from the Mandalorian, in, including
4: a, a living full size bantha.
1: Yeah, including yeah, including a, uh, uh, um, yeah, a uh, uh, an animatronic bantha. A uh, there was an uh, animatronic Grogu, also new ship. You know the one that, that's like a stripped down Naboo fighter. They had that ship was there. Um, they had Cad Bane's costume, his prosthetic makeup. They had a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, from the Mandalorian TV show there. It was in several rooms you walk through. Then they also had individual merchandise for the Mandalorian experience also. Yeah. Uh, so you got to see that. Some of the miniatures that they used to create the, um, the images in the volume that these actors play up against and so on and so forth. So yeah, actually, that was a really amazing thing and I'm glad we got to do Did it. Did you
4: say the Rancor was there too? Like kind of a, a full-size Rancor? Just his head like his head and his hands. I mean, right, but yeah. I mean it was yeah, yeah. so that was kind of cool. Um that was kind of cool. Yep. So so I would say this is my second celebration that I've been to, um but I spent obviously more time at this one, but I'll say a couple of highlights. One would be meeting the lads from Fanta Tracks was a lot of fun they are a great group of guys and so be sure and check out Fantatracks for all your your star wars news but getting to hang out with them just made the experience that much better you know you get to when you see any any fandom through a super fan's eyes i think makes it better i said it was a love fest already but really you get to see whether it was the disneyland star wars night all those things hanging out with the Fantatracks guys was a lot of fun so i really appreciated getting to the opportunity to do that and you know and then getting to hang out with my friend Kev in person at a genre event like this was was a lot of fun so I'm I'm really excited it was great same well I think we've blathered on enough about uh, Star Wars and Celebration thank Uh, god it's uh, we're we're kind of running long
1: and then we went to Disney again on Memorial Day (laughs) we did we still we can still talk more about that but um, where all the pictures that I wanted from that day have mysteriously disappeared. Just the pictures that you wanted, not all the pictures. There's plenty just of pictures all from the that p- day. Only the ones I wanted.
4: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get some we'll get some photos up on the social medias and some, some exclusive yeah. Patreon photos for the Patreon folks. And so yes. so be sure again follow the show on all the social medias. Uh, which is the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagram? It's GeekStuffTNG TNG, and all those places. Support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/GeekStuffTNG, and then you can find me at Pi Day Scott on Scott Instagram, Day Pi Day Scott on Instagram and uh, and Twitter, and probably you can find me on Facebook, but I'm not super active there. Um, I'm gonna drop in Mr. Sandwich's uh, social medias here.
3: You can find me on Instagram and Xbox One, not anymore. Actually, at Fortnite, <laughs> at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M
1: B L E D O R E. And then,
3: Kev, if you want
4: to wrap
1: it up, yes, you can find me uh, pretty much everywhere at BK Geek Stuff, and um, on the Xbox One Network as Big Kev GS. I think that's everything. Okay. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 283. 283. It's 683. 683. That's what I meant. To a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Hello there. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good night, Ray Liotta.
3: Fred Ward, Philip Baker Hall. Dijo Lima, Kenneth Welsh, Bo Hopkins, Nobuyuki Idai, Josara Gennaro, Vangelis, wherever you are.
0: And on that note, we cue the music. Had a clue. He was 12 years old. Fell from the roof on two nine. Kathy was 11 when she pulled the plug. 26 Reds and a bottle of wine. Bobby got leukemia. 14 years old. So they died of hepatitis and up in Manhattan, in Vietnam, bullet in the head by the old D'Andreno on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine, two more friends. from a hotel room Bobby hung himself from a cell in the tubes. Judy jumped in front of a subway train Eddie got slit in the jugular vein And Eddie I miss you more than all the others And I salute you thought that his rage was just some goof, but Herbie sure gave Tony some, some bitchin' proof. and Herbie said, Tony, can you fly, but Tony couldn't fly, Tony died. rap, he beat the rap by ratting on some bikers. He said, hey, I know it's dangerous, but it sure beats Rikers. But the next day, he got hauled by the very Eleven when you pull the plug on twenty-six Reds and a bottle of wine. Bobby got leukemia fourteen years old. Looked like sixty-five when he died. He was a friend of mine. in Manhattan. I in Vietnam, took a bullet in the head Bobby OD'd on training on the night that he was wet They were two more friends of mine I miss them, they died Most of the people who died, died Most of the people who died, died Most of the people who died, died Most of the people who died died. died, died All my plans, they just died Mary took a dried up from a hotel room Bobby hung himself from a ceiling. He turned in front of a subway train and Eddie got slid in the jugular vein. Eddie, I miss you more than all the others. This song is for you, my brother.